Welcome in. It's time for episode two of the Such a Damn Lineup podcast. I'm your host, as always, TJ Wingert. We'll start with some breaking news. Melvin Gordon saying he will return to the Chargers sometime in the month of October, likely just two weeks away in that time span. So just some advice for those who own Austin Eckler. Certainly explore some trade options there. Maybe a guy like Carrion Johnson, try to buy low and hope that he regains some of his value. But see what you can get for Eckler. If not, don't rush him away as once Gordon reports, you still got to think the Chargers got to work him back up to 100% game shape. And even when Gordon hits that point, Eckler's still a factor in that offense, specifically as a pass catcher. But from there, we will move on to some of the unsung heroes from last Sunday. And we got to start with Mark Ingram, 16 carries for 103 yards, three touchdowns for 35.5 points. He was never drafted in fantasy leagues to be a number one back, but he certainly gave you that production. And incredibly enough, along with Ingram, I actually had one of my matchups against Mark Ingram and Mike Evans, who was the top scorer for the week. Eight catches, 190 yards, three touchdowns, that's 45 points. He had 4.8 points in week one, 10.1 in week two. So he's making steps in the right direction and then eventually exploded. And of course, my bad luck with facing Ingram and Evans in the same week on the same team. Then sticking in Tampa Bay, I'm going to talk about the quarterbacks from that matchup. Look, you have Daniel Jones. The Danny Dimes era has officially begun. 33.4 points, the second highest score among QBs, four total touchdowns. Then also looking at Jameis Winston, a guy I've been high on throughout most of his career, and especially coming into this season with the addition of head coach Bruce Arians. And I like the talent on the outside. He was a top five scorer for the QB position at 25.5 points, 380 yards, three touchdowns. This is kind of the moment we've been waiting for with Jameis Winston. And last but not least, for the unsung heroes, Taylor Gabriel, especially when it was in the week. It was Monday Night Football. He has 75 yards receiving and then three touchdowns all in the same quarter. Actually, the first time that's ever happened on Monday Night Football. And depending on where you were in that week, he either made sure you got the win or he might have saved you. From there, we'll transition to waiver wire ads, and we'll start with quarterbacks. And, of course, the talk of the week is going to be Daniel Jones. He went from being owned in 2.1% of leagues to 53.4%, so a huge jump. But if he's available, make the move, especially considering this matchup this week with Washington. They've allowed nine touchdowns to just two picks this year. But another quarterback I have to keep singing his praise is Jacoby Brissett. I talked about him on the podcast last week. Then he goes out and gets 20.8 points on 310 yards and two touchdowns through the air. He also has a very favorable matchup with the Raiders that I love. And I'm also encouraging the additions of Jameis Winston. He's owned in 46.5% of leagues, and if he's there, I'd say you make the move, especially if he's just your backup. He has the talent. He has plenty of weapons around him with Godwin, Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, a great quarterback whisperer of a head coach in Bruce Arians. you got to like a favorable situation, and he's gotten better week by week. So I'm encouraging the waiver wire ad. Moving on to running backs, not a whole lot of outside-the-box thinking here. Daryl Williams, especially if LaShawn McCoy doesn't play, but even if he does, he showcased a lot of potential, specifically in the passing game, comes down with five catches for 47 yards, but also had nine carries, 62 yards on the ground, so you like the even split there. But I also have to mention Wayne Gallman. Obviously, the news that Saquon Barkley out four to eight weeks. It's not often you can pick up a number one running back off the waiver wire, so of course I'm encouraging the Wayne Gallman moves in your waiver pickups. Moving to the outside, DJ Shark, a guy I briefly mentioned in episode one of the podcast. You have got to add him. 15-plus points in all three weeks of the season. He's shown that he has that chemistry down with Gardner Minshew and Minshew mania there in Jacksonville, but he's also very consistent. I could see the argument being that he's a big play threat and he won't be consistent, but that's been the complete opposite so far to open the year. 
And I'll also mention Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who is owned about 60% of leagues. But looking at wide receiver two, specifically with Aaron Rodgers as your QB, over the last five years, Rodgers, wide receiver number two, has averaged 14.3 points per game, which would put you around wide receiver number 23. So certainly capable of being a wide receiver two in most leagues, especially in 12-man leagues. He's a great addition there. And for the first three weeks of the year, look, I mean, it's tough matchups against Chicago, Minnesota, Denver. But now the schedule's starting to light up in competition. I trust Rodgers as a QB, and I like the upside potential with MVS. And for tight end, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm sticking with Will Disley, especially considering you look at tight ends, and it's top-heavy with guys like Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, Evan Ingram. But then after that, guys who don't have that are just looking for a tight end who can get you red zone touchdown potential. And that's exactly what Disley's been. It's three touchdowns over the last two weeks. And also, you look at the trade, Nick Vanek going out to Pittsburgh in Seattle, getting a fifth-round pick in return, which only solidifies the number one spot for Disley. Then you throw in a favorable matchup against a weak Arizona defense, and I'm all in on Will Disley back-to-back weeks. And now it's time for this week's weekly segment. I'm going to do the quote of the season, MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player, and Most Improved Player. And, of course, this is through the eyes of fantasy, but also relates heavily, of course, to the game of football in general. For MVP, you could go with Patrick Mahomes as the repeat option, but I'm actually going to go Lamar Jackson. Fantasy-wise, 86.8 points, and then general statistics, he has 867 yards, seven touchdowns, and he's throwing a rushing touchdown with it. And he's made this Baltimore Ravens team lead a weak AFC North when before the year, I feel like in my eyes, as well as many others, the Ravens are probably the third best team in that division. So he's doing a good job sparking an offense for a team that's been primarily known for their defense over the last decade. For Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm actually going on outside pick. It's Terry McLaurin. I think he's been the best rookie so far throughout the year. He's the highest scoring rookie to back that up. 59.7 points, 16 catches, 257 yards, a touchdown in all three weeks. And I think Josh Jacobs is still probably my pick as of this point on. But when you look at the production and where I'm at for the first four weeks, Terry McLaurin has got to get the award. On to Comeback Player of the Year, it's Dalvin Cook. With honorable mentions going to Cooper Cup and Darren Waller. Look, Dalvin Cook, the number one running back in fantasy football through the first four weeks at 78.4 points, 375 yards, four touchdowns, also a little bit of a threat in the passing game, nine catches for 79 yards. He's been fantastic, and really, he's been the lifeline of that Minnesota offense. And for most improved player, we talked about him earlier. Talk about him again now. DJ Shark, a guy who's already surpassed his marks last year in catches, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. I love the production he's had this year, and I think he's probably the best candidate for the most improved player award. Well, that'll do it for episode two of the Such a Damn Lineup podcast. I want to thank you for listening. Feel free to tweet or comment any questions you might have about your lineup heading into this weekend's worth of action. And until next week, my name's TJ Wingert, and I am signing off. Yeah.